Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I just want to uh, take this episode, the beginning of side stories this week, wow. to maybe just say, um, if you heard me on this week's Sirius XM episode sure. about Tales of the Reptilian. Absolutely. I was coming in a bit hot I about know. the death of the queen. I feel right? like you were coming in. You're a Polish man from Queens. You're allowed to have your opinion. Certainly look at the people that she colonized and ruled over. I hate her. 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 I'm glad she's dead. There you go. But I'm still also saying that I still know she's just some 96-year-old bag that technically sure. belong to other people, and they're sad, personally. But also, I get it. If you can't make fun of the queen, though. No, you can't. If you can't make fun of the queen, then you can literally make fun of no one. Absolutely not. And if you are sad that the queen is dead, don't forget she hated you. She hated you. She had actual disdain for you as a person. So uh, dry those tears up. Don't worry. Direct all all of your affection towards King Charles III because he needs it to grow his fingers back. I thought you said that we're not calling him king. We're calling him Chucky Sausage Fingers. (laughs) And I look those sausage fingers up. Do yourself a favor and just type in Prince Charles Sausage Fingers. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't see this before. I didn't know anything about the stupid fucking royals. Why would I? He was called the Pampered Prince. Did you know that he didn't put his own toothpaste on his toothbrush? Isn't that crazy? We need to continue this episode because I'm literally <laughs> going to get us all. We're going to be taking off all of the, the all of the speeds if I talk about Can my real imagine? feelings about kings. What is, what's the name of the gal that he's with now? Kamala? Camila? Camille? What? One of the ladies. Oh, yeah. With. We talked about here. Camilla. Camilla. And we talked about how he used to write like love letters. Because, again, British people love each other weird. They get yeah. like hypersexual in a way that I don't understand. But small be like, oh, dear, how I wish I could sit upon your bottom. Ooh. I want my bottom to be on your bottom. I want nice. to hear your little thoughts, your juicy little thoughts. Double Very bottom. Weird. But when he wrote uh, love letters to Camilla, Prince Charles, yes. it was all like, oh, how I wish I was a tampon. <laughs> I wish I could slide myself up inside of you. And- like, <laughs> and his fingers kind of look like little tampons. All right, everyone, welcome to Side Stories. Ben Gissel here, hanging out with Henry Zabrowski. Oh, yeah. Hope every ha- ev- everyone had a uh, fun weekend. I know your weekend wasn't nearly as much fun as people had in Virginia at a country club uh, who had a 9-11 themed menu. Oh, well, but, you know, that's okay. We can't all have okay. fun all the time. Okay. We talked a little bit about this on the road, right? So, first of all, thank you to everybody who came out this weekend. We had such a good oh, weekend so of shows. It was really fun. Um, but, you know, doing shows on 9 11 has got a new feel now. Especially flying on 9-11 when you have a 12-hour flight and you're like, wow, this is so exciting yeah, and fun. I will say I wasn't screamed at once i was yeah. really expected to be barked at more because people get especially during 9 11 times people like you know how many times you just get your moisturizer thrown out for some reason it's right? an emotional day um but it was nice everyone was very they were very happy but i today yes what we were talking about was the when does 9 11 become a barbecue day well i actually thought around 20 year it would be i don't know why it's not a national holiday already they should give us the day off i mean obviously this one fell on sunday but no but the I think emmys overall, took off 
the Emmys did not take off for 9-11. The Emmys took off because it was the first weekend of NFL football. And NFL football had uh, like 100 million viewers and the Emmys had 6 million. So they just were like, how do we make an excuse? Because we can't compete with actual athletic 9-11, people who work hard. Even though 9-11. half of Hollywood is fueled by Saudi, it's all money. It's all oil money. It's all it's money all from the Middle East. It's money. just filtered into all the movies. Congrats, everybody. You love nice. it. Um, but again, but some people still have gone too far. Because still, yes. it's a somber day. Right? It's a somber day. It's a day of remembrance. Of Absolutely. Course. We're not ready fully yet. I'm just saying it'd be nice to maybe add some levity. But one country club, and I think that's really what it is, is that it was a country club. And also, this was in Mananassas. Oh, Mananassas. Oh, Mananassas. Virginia, right by Washington, D.C. So you would think perhaps Let's maybe think. someone that went to this country club was there on 9-11. And if you are there on 9-11, to be honest, you can do whatever you want. I think so. these are all people that made a lot of money in the stocks. Oh, during yes. 9-11. Absolutely. You know? um, so this place called the Clubhouse Restaurant in mm. Aqua Harbor, Stafford, Virginia. Now, what they had this thing was called Patriots Day 2022. That's how they changed it. It's right. a rebranding of 9-11, right? Sure. Um, and what I love, I'll take a little bit of this menu. Now, people are getting upset because they felt that the menu was crass. But a lot of these mm-hmm. are actually very, um, there's very clever wording here. I like the... um. 9-11 oysters. The 9-11 oysters? Which is, I, I feel, again, you could have packaged it. Maybe it's because you get 9 to 11 oysters. You don't know how many you're going to get. Right. I, I think 9-11 oysters are probably the worst ones. There's the Never Forget Sampler, which I think is fantastic. And the the 2977 Chowder. Well, that's what you get. You get two cups of 2977 Chowder, which is like, which is kind of sad because it didn't all the people become Chowder. Well, and I think ways. it's inappropriate and it's terrible to even think about it like that. Absolutely. The, the flight 93 redirect crab dip. Well, all right. It's, again, it's a word. Again, it's a mouthful. But I That's will a lot say, of the words to put. It's like when you have to go to. Remember, we have you back in the day when you go to Denny's. Back and you get in the, the day, back like yesterday. Yes, you should. Is that why your tummy hurts? No, I haven't had Denny's in a long, long time. With the moons over Miami. Right, you have to ask for that. They, they would do that. You'd go to Denny's what? when they, when Moons Over they Miami first came. No, no, I'm not, I'm not trying oh. to scare you. Okay, but when you used to first go to Denny's, I remember the waitress being like, "I want the hammy," and she'd go, "What?" Is it the moons over my hammy? Yeah, and then you had to but say you do the whole have word. to say the whole thing. Otherwise, you want the hammy? Okay, what does that even mean? You want me to punch you in the back of the head? What does that mean? I don't know. And remember how I hop. Did the whole Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity? You and better ask for a Rudy Tootie. T- 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 oh, and fruity. You see how difficult it is. It is difficult, especially when you're absolutely hammered off of pure and utter sugar. And is this not even more difficult to say the first responder shrimp flatbread? Well, then which you is don't also, get it. That's what's strange is that also weird shrimp flatbread. I dislike just I in that concept like of shrimp flatbread does not mean anything to me. That's not no. that's not a good meal. But it's the idea of like. Ah, just thinking of EMTs covered in that toxic 9-11 soot, and the first thing that they want to get is a piece of crispy, not even pizza dough, right. just shit-ass flatbread, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of curled-ass ocean bugs. I love shrimp on it, but well, for EMTs, for first responders... I don't like it whatsoever. Of course, when it comes to shrimp, that is what I ate. I ate spicy shrimp, and that is what hurt my stomach. So be very careful with your shellfish. Occasionally, uh, there'll be something in it and gives you a little tummy ache. But I will say this. The amount of rage addressed at this country club, again, full of working class people who are helping very rich aristocrats eat a bunch of shitty food. <laughs> um, it's not as bad as like us just still sucking the teat of of Saudi Arabia. Every no, day. of course not. So I no, feel yes. like all in the right. grand spectrum of war crimes, yes, that it's no, yeah, none of this is that bad. But I will say, I feel this more off brand is that they have the never forget sampler, but they also have the remember teeny. And about, it should be flipped. Yes, you want to remember that teeny. Yeah, you want to remember. I I remember this sampler. I remember this sampler. Absolutely. I forget where I was when I was drinking all these remember teenies. Absolutely. So, according to Clubhouse manager George White, he issued what he's calling a mia culpa uh, on Facebook. Oh, it is. Oh, it's says, a mia culpa. It's a mia culpa. I apologize. He, Oh, okay, let me just go out on a limb here. I apologize for those I offended with the 9-11 Seafood Sunday post. <laughs> My intention was to bring attention to that horrific day 21 years ago. So to honor those who lost as, as so much as well as those who gave everything a day, we're going to have a new theme tomorrow. And then he turned it into Seafood Sunday where it says here, are you ready for some football? And they changed it to the field goal flatbread. <sighs> 
silver shrimp on it. The hot defense dip. Which just sounds I like shit that you defense. It just sounds like shit you smear over a vagina <laughs> as conception material, oh, right? Oh my goodness. Then the fumble flounder. Oh, that's what I want to flounder that was on the ground. Oh, yeah. And then touchdown teeny, which is, there you, uh, go. you know, again, I go, thank God they fixed it. He was just trying to be creative with it. And again, it's not nearly as bad. People are more upset with that than they are 9-11. So let's uh, let's give the guy a break, shall we? I mean, I don't want to get, I like dragging him as hard as humanly possible, but still, again, you should have had those 9-11 oysters while they were available. I agree with you that. you don't believe it. It's amazing because sometimes it's 9, sometimes it's 10. Well, it reminds me of many years ago when we were doing this stream, which we might have some information on coming up here in the near future. Very, very soon. Uh, there was the 9-11 mattress sale. Oh, yes. Now, yes. These prices are falling, they're falling, falling, falling. Obviously inferring the, uh, the three buildings that, uh, well, one maybe uh, exploded. Well, we know now that technically it wasn't, according to Marcus, with his seal. He did all of the temperature math. Yeah, Yeah, he he did did all all of that. I remember he wanted to do four hours of temperature math on that episode, but we cut it down to 20 minutes. We did. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. But the deal was good. And I think that's Mm. what's the most important. It's like, I don't, if I'm in need of a new mattress or if I'm very hungry and I want a buffet oyster, I can look past a lot of stuff. We still eat at Jimmy John's, which the owner sure, of I mean, Jimmy John's I, is I, a I big given game up, hunter. But I stopped doing I actually stepped away from Jimmy John's. Yeah. I, my belly doesn't know a lot of politics. Right. Right. Because definitely one thing I was a little bit outraged about that I, I couldn't believe. So in Pittsburgh, traveling on 9-11, hungover, right? Doing my duty, getting hammered in Pittsburgh, Absolutely. putting money back into the economy. I was there. On Sunday, went to went to the airport, right? Obviously filled with dread. It's 9-11. I don't want to be at the you're airport. You're hungover, right? you're sweaty, but also you're cold. And what Horrible. do I, uh, true. And then what do I want, right? And unfortunately, what I know, I, I get it, right? Chick-fil-A's bad. I don't sure. know what they've done. I don't know what, I know that they've tried to roll back, whatever, but still, it, it seems to be the commonplace thing that everybody talks about with Chick-fil-A. Right. When you in the mood to eat Chick-fil-A Sunday morning, right? I when agree. is that fucking stupid restaurant closed every day because they believe in their folklore over the reality of capitalism, right? They are willing to mm. cut into their own profits because of their stupid beliefs, which I don't believe. I hate. I hate every second of it, right? Because you're being like, you well, keep your evil doors open so I can eat this on a Sunday, but n- never mind. It whatever. is kind of nice for the employees to have a day off. So you're right. Then. Isn't that kind of You're nice? fucking right. Isn't that kind of nice? But then... I figure of any day in the world that you chicken people with all of your fucking crooked little actions, you know, your little world over there, that on any day that you'd be open on a Sunday, it'd be 9-11 Sunday. It would be 9-11 Sunday. And guess what? Yeah. They'll stay at home while the rest of us were out there on the front lines. Yes. I mean, you were more kind of sitting on a on a plane, yes. kind of drinking Bloody Marys and and complaining about, I would assume, some kind of issue no, with no, the toilet no. or no, with the no. food. No, no. I don't complain once I'm in the sky. I don't either because all it does is make everyone uncomfortable around you. I had a horrible person on my flight the other day. But anyway, but yes, that's so for Grandpa that, Corner. But uh, yes, that is Grandpa Corner. But yes, I'm sorry. My belly has no politics. All right. Well, let's talk about the spacecraft war. What is it good for? Uh, the economy. Yeah, yes, yes, Raytheon. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Politics, sure. <laughs> but it's also good if you're a UFO, if you're an unidentified flying object. Well, and you, you want, could sneak right in. Because it, it's, it's, a, it's a, who knows what's going on yeah, Who there? knows? Who knows? Over Kiev, this is kind of interesting. And I want to hear your thoughts because I have heard in the past that UFOs do appear over traumatic situations happening on Earth. Yes. Perhaps to learn how we a, fight or a, just to see how primitive we still are. Foo Fighters have been seen over uh, World War II. People have seen objects. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, Afghanistan basically, very famously has a lot of anomalous ba- uh, phenomena attached to being out in the middle of the desert, seeing weird lights, orbs, triangles, uh, Sasquatch. Absolutely. Foo Fighters, R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. It's, it's very sad. There is a benefit for him coming out. I can't. I It just came out. I watched. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't make it through some of the songs. I don't feel emotions fully it's sad but i was i got very emotional it's also for us you know if i die or you die they'll be like well they had a pretty bad diet but for someone like that you'd be like he was a drummer he's tight he's handsome yeah not he, that old. he had heart problems he had heart issues and shit like and then he was pushing it it's hard it's hard in the road it is hard on the road. Well, this is going to the skies. Ukrainian astronomers, so you can trust them. Because oh, yes. if you look at the skies all day and you study stars, you do not lie. They claim UFOs are everywhere over Kiev. We are seeing an unprecedented amount 
of sightings come out from the military. People have been talking about it's really hardcore, but it's also then interesting is that with this new wave, right? We got all these all of these machinations are are on the move. You got mm-hmm. a new UAP task force that it's going to now. They're officially going to be studying UFOs, but now that they're right. making all these real moves on it, now the Navy is saying that they're not going to show any more UFO videos. That if you see a UFO video that is quote unquote leaked. From the government to them, number one, number one, that's how they'll say that it's fake because they'll say it's leaked and right. oh, someone made this up. But also they're just saying now there's they're officially not going to OK any of them because they said it's going to harm national security. Well, as we know, with the amount of money that's been given over to Ukraine for military goods, is it proving the point? That they do not come from another planet. Perhaps well, they come right from Earth itself. Well, we're going to see. I think there was a recent f- footage. It was one I saw. I forgot where I just, I, if someone sent this to me, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. It was on the high strangeness Reddit because that's the mm. only subreddit I'm, I'm in pretty much than the UFOs one. And they all, they all fight and shit. Yeah, that um, must be kind of a trip. Yeah. It, that's like layers of nerd that I can't even begin to fathom. Imagine just, I mean, like anybody, a Reddit nerd. Who's already like that type of? I mean, God knows what they're like, but then right. also a ufologist. Whoa, it's a lot. It's a lot. But that's where you get a good, you get good UFO news, right? Then you cycle it through, and that's where I find all my little yes. shows, and I watch all my little programs, and, and I watch. They're single handedly responsible for all purchase of corduroy. <laughs> I, you know what? You be. I don't know. Corduroy is an, a, a corduroy is an unforgiving material. Oh, and you think ufologists like to be more forgiven on a regular basis? <laughs> yes, they like to be cozy. I mean, you know, my my <laughs> rules for uh, 2022 has been ABC always be cozy. Yes, and I think and it Why was not? working, but also again with the with the zeitgeist of fashion that's also playing into it. Sure. Because everybody likes the baggy stuff. Look at Billie Eilish. I love her. She wears the big old shirts. Natalie's buying the big shirts. I'm used to wearing she wears the tight ones. Now she's wearing the big ones. Yeah, but you know it's cool now. It's cool. Well, she wears like little she panties. Works, everyone, like these ladies that we hang out whoa, with, they yeah, work whoa. so hard on their bodies. Whoa. They say, tighten up a little bit. No, no, no. They, they work so hard. Like we, we are the baggy pants people. No. Do not culturally appropriate the big man's size. <laughs> the big man's shirts. We are the you're baggy people. This is, you're saying that this is appropriation. And it's about time we address it. Finally. And I'm glad we are today. Um, but we're well, going to see what happens with Lexi. I think what the, there was a, so I was asking if there's footage of this, um, what I saw was a recent cylinder at the top of reddit and i can't find it again was a really clear picture that they had uh posited for some videos and it was really but i really think that we're seeing the the beginning of american technology looking like ufos Mm. that's what these next couple of phases are going to be okay now that we publicly acknowledged that there is shit slapping around in the skies. We don't know what the hell it is, right? Like they're kind of uh, leaning towards it's a natural phenomena, even though they did come out and straight say they believe that something's piloted like two weeks ago. It was when we were on break. Right. They came out with saying like, we think that some of this shit's piloted, which is wild. It is. They're doing that though, to start again, hiding in plain sight. Because now all they could start putting up shit that looks like UFOs up in the sky. Right. And then we don't, we were like, oh, well, that's just a UFO. It's a UAP. Well, it's possible I'm holding UFO technology right here with my smartphone in my hands. I thumb through with my finger. So according uh, to these individuals at the main astronomical observatory of Ukraine's National Academy of Science, it's long. So, you know, they're very smart. Very smart. Very, they, very smart. They say that they have, we've seen them every Everywhere we observe a significant number of objects whose nature is not clear. It's everywhere. Also, oh, I forgot. Ken Starr died. Oh, fucking. Wow. Ken Starr died. Wow. And now much like how Michael overshadowed Vera Fawcett. What will Jay Leno do? Jay Leno, he's going to have to have the dancing Edos out to mourn. I'm so happy Ken Starr is dead. I can't believe it. That man is a pervert. He's a horrible person. I can't wait for all of them to die. Do you remember Linda Tripp? I do. This is just us going, you remember. <laughs> I do. You remember 1997 mm-hmm. on Kittle? I was, I I was 13 the, years fun. The sexy uh, actors in the game that was the Clinton White House. Ugh, just thinking about that. Just how, just, just, hey, Monica. Like, just that that type of, like, yeah. Arkansas also, sex. 
Monica Lewinsky came out and she said, well, I have complicated feelings. You can just say, fuck him. Yeah, yeah fuck him. fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah, fuck He's, him. He wrote fuck two articles of erot- erotic fiction on the jizz that was on your dress. Yeah. That had nothing. Get Bin Laden. <laughs> anyway. Too late. So um, they also say that they are phantoms and cosmics. Well, over oh, the side, over oh, the skies of uh, of Kiev. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is that we, it is? It's weird. There's a there's something going on right now. I I love this concept that we are one of the first of the conscious races in this in the species in the universe, and that maybe what we're seeing the reason why we are the entire universe isn't physically filled with life is because we're one of the first and that right. the, if you look at the actual time period of how long earth has been around versus how old the universe is and the fact that you know it might just be we're like one of the first bunch and that we're all spread all around Maybe and that's just an interdimensional flicker that we're seeing. Well, and as one of the first, I can tell you one thing. The growing pains have been pretty brutal. But nonetheless. Life from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! 
no contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. I want to talk about this thing. This is a AI we're going to see more of this shit, right? Ghosts in the machine. Ooh. Right. As we get more involved with AI, obviously we barely, we, we try to understand it. We make simplified versions of it that are mostly just chat bots where they can, which we, we just came up with. We just came up against like that guy wearing the fedora, the, mm-hmm. the, the, yes, ma'am. The, the, like literally was the nerd dude who said that he felt that the chat bot system had went sentient yes, in the middle absolutely. of Google, right? And, but who knows again, it's just talking. So maybe, like, this is debate. What is what is intelligence? Well, it'll be right? up to us to decide if it's sentient or not. And just the way that the human brain works, I know people who think their cat is sentient. So I have a feeling that we will infer that power uh, upon it, and we will say, this is Wendy sentient. understands every single thing that I tell her. I don't think she does. I, uh, I know. Because she winks. She, no. When he winks. <laughs> she just randomly blinks and you're no. like, that's a wink. That's what I you say. Made it up. You make it up. That's anyway. <laughs> but one thing that's gonna come up, I think, a lot with AI is this like it's little, it's it's wiggles in the machine. It's ghosts in the machine. Woo. Shit that's gonna be weird. Shit that's Scary. gonna pop up and you're gonna wonder, what the hell is this? What does it say about us? Right? Because if the AI is completely trained by human intelligence. Right? Like if we dump it, like eventually it's going to reflect back something that we're like, oh, I didn't know. Like when we talk about why all of these things go racist, all of the chatbots go racist a lot of times, truly because uh, I talk about this. With they look, a, at, a, they look at uh, world history. Sure. But also they are programmed by white people half the time and then they have no frame of context. Like it's it's this thing, right? Well, it's, if they were programmed by white people, they would b- apologize a lot more. <laughs> I don't know. I Not don't if know. it's only white people. That's true. Um, but. There's other shit. There's these images that are going to pop up that kind of have strength of their own. Now, they're talking about this thing called Loab, which was an AI generated. It's a ghost. Hmm. This thing that has popped up. So this. Uh, Why'd they make it look so scary? It's it. The computer did it. Super composite. Ah. It was this, this Twitter account that came out and said that they were playing around with this AI art program. Yeah. Um, and what they did was that they they wanted to do, there's a thing that they called negative prompt weights in AI art amalgamation. Wherever, however they create, Really right? get into the details of it. Oh, God. But he's like, <laughs> well, just think, these set up, basically you could set it up where you're like, I want an image that is the exact opposite of this other thing. So like that? It, they're so, so scary. They are so it's very scary. Scary. So he typed in Marlon Brando with a negative prompt weight, saying, "I want the exact opposite of Marlon Brando." Right? Okay. Just fucking around with images, and it popped up as this weird logo, this thing that just had like a bunch of nonsense letters on it, and it, he didn't know why this was. He was like, "Okay, so if I now take this image and I write all, I'll take all the the data that's within this, and then do the complete opposite of that. I wonder if that will give me a picture of Marlon Brando. Okay, that would make sense." But instead, what it did was it created this picture of this very haunting woman. Yes. Now, this but, haunting woman. But I mean, to be woman, honest, kind of looks like Marlon Brando from that one film that we all love, The Island of Dodge Moreau. Maybe. With this strange looking face. Maybe. Let me look that up. Because he's got all of that white makeup on. Maybe God, you're right. Yeah, that's I mean, so like, scary. So they they took every image of Marlon Brando, and this is what AI created. Hey, well, it's the it said the opposite of it. Right? Why is it she in like, a tub? In some white. of them, did they put her in these positions though, or was the AI like put her in a tub? Well, he kept playing it with it. So then once he put in the word, like, so when he, he oh my god, then the digital haunting. thing popped up. After doing the opposite of Brando, one thing that popped up was this. Her face popped up right oh. when he did the opposite of this of the of the of uh, the nonsense letters and things. Yeah, her face popped up and he, this word named Loab appeared behind her like it was the like an album cover and so then he's like uh, alright so I'm just going to put Loab and play with Loab and see what else pops up 
The thing is, is instead of like the other, the, the, instead of the other prompt, the way the other prompts reacted, where they j made all this other like weird separate art. Right. The Loab woman kept showing up and it kept Jeez. degrading. And then if you look at this shit, it's awesome. Some it is of this awesome. footage, it's like absolutely they, horrifying. They keep adding her to all of these image searches and it just creates these scenes of uh, of children being ripped apart by their hands and, and people crying blood. It's fucking awesome. It looks like the most evil, mad god, claymation shit on the face of the planet. Well, what's so bizarre about all of that as well is, I don't know if you saw this story, it's adjacent to it, not nearly as creepy, but an AI-generated art piece uh, won an award. And all of these human painters are like really upset. Oh yeah, I because bet. it looks beautiful. Yeah, and of they course. just like totally nailed no, it. No, it's a this is so a what, weird again, slope that we're gonna get into. Where what, like what is what is art? Is you if you stand behind a machine, if you know how to manipulate the AI program, then you become an artist because that's you playing with it. And I imagine most of the art, if you go to see AI generated art, you are there to see the combination of man and machine. That's kind of the point. I would suppose so. But then again, also when it comes to sentient nature, one of the things is performers and comedians, just so talented. So talented. We Irreplaceable. Often, we would often say, well, they ain't going to come for our jobs. But in reality, if you fed an AI bot every single episode that we've ever done, they could probably come up with a 50 minute episode that would sound fairly like it was us. I've so, already seen that done. Well, I've had fans send me transcripts that they've used yeah? of us where it's like, yeah. Then you just realize just how many, how often we say come. Yeah, because then it just really it really hits to come hard, and you, even you look at the AI stuff, you're like, okay, all right, AI, that's a lot of jizz jokes. But again, that isn't that our oeuvre, isn't it? Wait, this is, that's I, where all life comes from. Isn't I it? just wonder why it got so dark. If you look at this one, this is my favorite one. Oh, yeah, my that's awesome. God. She looks like that's fucking awesome. Like a Toxic Avenger like it's, character. Yeah, her face is melting, and she's got three little like babies made out of like meat and guts, like on her shoulders and shit. This is fucking great. But you know, if the AI makes more stuff like this. I'll find it the interesting. I think it's interesting, but I also think it's interesting. All these people maybe are going to try to run a meta. We just got asked to do a meta thing. Do you remember when we just basically just asked, "Will you make a digital world?" Which make I know a digital it's, world. It's good for people that um have. Oh, what's the term? Exclusive? Was it inclusivity issues? Accessibility. Accessibility issues. Thank you, Fernando. I know it's good for that, but for the most part, what if more little fucking ghosts start working its way into those systems too? Like you do, right. like a little meta meetup group, which we're not going to do because uh, because it's, it's scary. scary. It's very scary Stupid, for us. Yeah. But the idea of like these things like popping up and just going, like, <laughs> we don't know. No, we it's, don't. It's know. just going to do that. More often than not, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. You're some kind of computer genius. Tell us. Tell us. All right. Well, let's move on to a story that is all too human. And I love this story. It's about a social media influencer. Now, influencer being a human, of course. Argentina. Did you hear this story? I don't know. So there was a vegan in Argentina mm. who was a social media influencer, and they love the vegan lifestyle. Until I mean, one day. I believe me, man. When I go out there with my vegan friends and I see how they live their life with vegan golf and vegan pool, <laughs> and they, they ride vegan horses, yes. and, and the horses can't eat meat. And it's just incredible what's offered in the vegan lifestyle. So this man, really, he was hanging on by a thread, and we didn't know it. What? He was bit by a dog. It happens. So this is a vegan advocate who was bit by a dog. And then he immediately, I kind of love this, went to McDonald's and stopped being a vegan. You see, it's, he he said, went, again, it's just the dog. It's not like he went to go said, eat dog meat. He said, I stopped being a vegan because a dog bit me. So I got angry and said, I'm campaigning for the animals. And then one of them comes up and bites me. What a fucking, what a weak <laughs> bitch. That's when, that's when I stopped said, being a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so he thought, weak. he thought that all these the, other animals would be like, thank you for being a vegan. Vegan, but again, they don't. They don't care. Doctor Doolittle is fiction. The dog, <laughs> the animals don't know. They don't know that you post every day saying save the rabbits because they're the ones in the cages. They don't know. They can't think no. because they would have freed themselves if they could. He's gonna be torn apart by a series of beagles, and he'd be like, "But that was one of the good ones." I don't. They don't care. They don't care. She says, uh, "The truth is that I campaign for all that veganism, vegetarianism, all that." But a dog bit me on the street, and I said, "Wow." I'm trying a lot for them, and one of their pack just comes up and bites bites me. So I went to McDonald's <laughs> automatically. 
He was just looking for an excuse. He was. But yeah, again, he was, yeah, anybody <laughs> break me. That's so sad because, man, the dog is not like the UN representative of all animals. Also, when I think about vegans getting bit by it, like we don't really, well, I don't know. I don't know. Argentina doesn't have a dog uh, food culture. No, we don't eat dogs. I, it's just, so, um, but see, weird he, if, it, he didn't, if he got bit by a uh, cow, if he got it pecked would make by more a chicken, yeah. pecked by a chicken, it might make a little bit more sense. But you haven't even really been fighting for the dog. Because dogs aren't really, uh, you know what uh, I'm going to say, know, and this is sad that we're, this menu. is where we're at in 2022. I'm just glad he didn't kill the fucking dog. And so, if yeah. that's what you got to do, is that your if that's your protest? If you got to go and eat a hamburger, that's fine. I know that like mostly it would just make me skittish around dogs if I got bit by a fucking dog. Well, I also if I I mean I get bit by a dog all the time. I think I actually had blood on my hands from Puffin recently because he hasn't been feeling well, so I had to pick him up and put him in a tub. Um. I also not like I'm going to need a Big Mac. I don't feel that I don't have the connection. I just don't have the connection. I don't so this man, either. I think he was just wait. He probably asked the dog to bite him. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, was, yeah. Waiting oh, he was waiting. For he it. was waiting. He needed an excuse. If you go that, especially you're going to break being vegan by going to McDonald's. If no, I'm that's breaking how it me, works. Like, but why, though? Fucking because get a when big you steak. snap, when you snap, bro. Yeah, it's, it's quick. Oh, yeah. I know people who stop being vegetarian after like 20 years, 10 years. Yeah. They just go and they get a bunch of chicken nuggets. Well, Natalie would like, you know, Natalie's, she's a vegetarian for the most part, but the most, but she mostly, it's because she does not like the taste of meat, which mm -hmm. actually makes sense. I feel like it's a way to stick to it. If it's political, every once in a while, you smell that rib. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially down south. You got here anywhere oh. in Mississippi? You walking down, you saw Mississippi, we're driving through Biloxi. Right, driving there. Sure. Oh, you got that little shack over there, and he's a, you know, most succulent rib you ever had. Not only is it succulent, but it's also farm raised, and it's right around the corner. You can go right over there. And yeah, that pig, yeah, he might be dead now. Oh. But two days ago, he was tap dancing, having the time of his fucking I life. I do like pigs. Eating thick ass corn. But at the same time, he was living a full and 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 complete life. Taught him to read. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's got to shoot him in the back of the head and feed him. But yeah, but up until the moment, up until the moment he was food, he was living an incredible life. That's where you got to go. You yep. let yourself in because technically, the, she, God knows how much protein was even in the thing he ate. Oh, this is the slime. Well, no, it's McDonald's. There's some protein in there. Yeah, they got meat slurry. Yeah, they got their yeah. meat little slurry there. Although they haven't brought back the shamrock shake, and I think we need to have a question and answer session with the head of McDonald's. Whatever sort of um, I don't know um, what would he be Irish? What McDonald's? Uh, he, I mean, yes, he All would right. be Irish. Or Scottish. He'd be Scottish. Speaking of, uh, of human beings, let's. This story is a bit of a. It's kind of a combo of. Well, all. this is fucked up. Yeah, this story is really fucked up, and Ugh. it is just another example. So last summer, I believe, we covered the story of a man killing his two children because of a MAGA conspiracy theory. And another QAnon another QAnon conspiracy theory worked through his whole brain saying that they had reptile blood in them and he killed them both with a spear gun like you'd use yes. for fishing and then he went to Mexico. Now we know that his wife was involved. So that's just one story. It's not good. Also they keep on saying Q rabbit hole but I think we need, to, we need to leave these rabbit alone. Oh, yeah. I mean honestly it's not that fucking like they keep saying like you have to go look for it. No, it's, it's everywhere. It's on the surface. It's Q on, so you could just go and look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, everywhere. You don't have to go search There's for it. There's a bumper sticker. Yes. So this guy went and he killed his whole fucking family thanks to another QAnon, uh, QAnon conspiracy theory believing that they were all either shapeshifters or they were part of some deep plan because, you know, it, again, uh, we, the way we found out about it, which is kind of fucked up, the surviving daughter basically the moment it happened put up a reddit post mm. saying my father just killed our whole family jesus and, and immediately because it was in this reddit uh subreddit that is all about uh it's called QAnon casualties where people go and wow. talk about the family that they've lost to this so this, this is idea not, virus it's not positive it's more like q's man it's very bad oh okay. it's very this very bad this guy's name is igor lanis he was 53 um he was killed. Uh, he was killed by cops because he started shooting at them too. He did, yeah. Oh, well, Lord. this is the problem. They they love being shot at by the cops because then it means they think that it's correct. They've, right. they've created a world where their uh, conspiracy theories become so concrete that they have then decided to make it concrete. The way serial killers do it, we talk about a lot on last podcast about how they set up the circumstances in a way 
where they make it so it's inevitable, quote unquote, that they were going to start right. murdering, where I feel it was the same way where he they say, which seems to be very indicative, is that as soon as he lost, as soon as um, when the 2020 lost, election yeah. happened, they uh, they he just went into a deep downward spiral. I have, uh, you know, I have some members of our family that are very similar. Um, ever imagine loving a president so much where you actively get that depressed that they lost the idea that I would shed a tear when Grandpa Joe dies is the saddest thing ever. Like just the concept of caring about a president, I don't understand. <laughs> it's so past me that I don't get it. But this is this is something else. This is them looking for an excuse to pop off. I think that what we're and I'll people call QAnon a cult. I think it's it's got shades of a cult. I also believe that it's some form of it's a it's a mind virus. We don't really cover it bit in of a bit of a psyop in its own yeah, right. But we uh we don't really cover very often. Mostly it's too it's real. Just, it's That's just, the problem. It's, it's intense. Fun. Conspiracy's been ruined. We were talking about this uh, on this week's serious show. Back in 2013, it was uh, was a motherboard wired. Had a whole article about reptilians, but, like it, tongue it, and cheek. You'd be like, but Barack Obama's not a reptilian. It all became real. And PolitiFact yes. has all of these different things where it's like, Queen's not a real lizard. But as I talked about, it, if someone does unzip and become a lizard, I think it would take us a week before they're like, "We're in, the lizards are in charge." Now. Yeah, I mean, we would just we would just roll with it. Just roll. With I, it. I mean, there's just nothing to do. No. You just watch this. It's just strange because, again, I feel. Let's put it this way: Would he have probably killed his family anyway? Yeah. I bet I don't yes. Know. I think Maybe. so. I think a lot of these mm. guys are just looking for. It's like why actors go to Scientology because mm. it's well they did back in the day was because it was fun. To put on a uniform and you pretend you're in Starfleet. You get to sure. go and believe you're worshiping an alien. It's the funnest thing in the world if you're Sounds a nerd. It's fun, I guess so. You get to just give it all up to this fantasy. And I think it's the same thing where you look at that you look at a whole d- 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 plot line that you can then insert yourself and be a part of. They do it because it yeah. gives them it, what have we seen? A lot of coverage. Our friends over at the Good Liars. Um, I watch uh Channel Jason 5 all the, the time. Yeah. And you see it all the time. It's really just way more about their community. They have community. Well, according to this dude's daughter, Igor Lannis, he was uh, that's the man that committed the murders and was then shot. Uh, he was a car designer with no history of uh, violence. No. She says she was extremely he the family was extremely loving, but then the dad changed after Trump lost in 2020. So He's I don't know. Out. Maybe it was just the thing that got him. And in in some sad ways, he's a a victim of all this disgusting bullshit too. But of course, he made no, his own decisions. Then you, then as soon as you make your own decisions, then it's over. As soon as yes. you kill your family, it's really difficult to get a lot of sympathy. And she was just at a birthday party, so then she came home and she's like, "What happened?" No, hey, it's very scary. Then, um, very very the scary. Family's dead. That's why. Just uh, let it go. Just yeah. let it go. Live from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. (laughs) Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. And I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life, how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. 
I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. And, oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, well, speaking of motherboard, do you see this Bigfoot thing here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. So what I love... Again, cryptids, they're all over the world. Sure. And we cover them. As, but a lot of times we cover from the American perspective because that's the work that we got on. But what's, a, what's really fun is that there is other, like, realms of cryptid research that is just sort of coming to light because of shit like fucking it's hidden in the Soviet Union or the former Soviet Union. It's hidden yeah. in Russia. And so this guy... Uh, who was a uh, naturalist and writer, a polymath, as they called him, Boris Borshnev. Oh. Right? Here, here's him with a bunch of, he's got a bunch of rabbit tails on him. He's got some kind of sash oh, he's on. he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, but he did a series of writings about the Russian version of Sasquatch oh. in the early 20th century that went hidden because I find it interesting because it's the same kind of 
weird attack on how valid are you of a scientist if you're into all of this weird tech, like into all these weird stories that we be, suffer from in the United States as well. It could be a little mark on your name, but yes. not like the blue check mark. It's more like, yes, he really did come up with the theory of relativity, but he also believes in gnomes. It's, it's hard, yeah. right? It's hard. Where this guy was a, a neurologist and a neurolinguist who believed this. Very funny. But he believed uh, in I'll some kind of. in 10 different languages. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but he actually, uh, he believed that uh, language promoted evolution. That was like his thing. Okay. That, which I do find interesting. If you look of at someone course. like Noam Chomsky. Please. He talks about how language can be used in many Noam different ways. Noam is further evidence. Everyone needs to stop talking after 60. Noam us. Chomsky. We have I've 19 more years of speaking after 60. I, I can't him wait again. To, just, I can't wait to not have a valid opinion have Shut up. As soon as I'm 60, I'm just you, like, you it can't. don't matter. You cannot have a valid opinion. It's not possible. You know when you ask me, you know what, Mike? We don't honestly know what we know about. How to keep a sustainable marriage, right? If you're 16, you're still married. Then you can do it. that. You, do that you thing. can do that. If you need to, the local can, eats, that's local me. Eats, local boom. eats, and also coffee related conversations. Oh, absolutely. But once I'm also in my 60s, that when I'm going to be fully in my right hand path magic world, and then. But you're still going to have a lot to say about traffic. You can comment on traffic. Absolutely. Yes. I can talk about the. You are illegally. That's when you're given the word snowbird. Yes. About people coming in and parking in the spot that you're used to parking into because all of these people are showing up in the place that used to be a vacation home, but now it's your main home because you've lost a bunch of series of income. I just don't want you. I don't want to hear your thoughts on what LeBron James. Things politically. No, I don't want that's to. What no, I, like. absolutely I not. No, you talk no, about no. traffic. You talk about coffee. You talk about lunch. You talk about other things that only affect the elderly, like sandals that aren't quite good quality. Yeah, absolutely. And now, and the Sasquatch. And oh, so, yes. Porshnev, he went out there uh, and he wrote this whole book. Again, it, he was completely vilified by the scientific community because they thought that he was a moron. Um, and he believed that he was looking for a proof of a thing called the re relict. Hominid, oh. what he thought were extinction leftovers that survived against all odds out in the middle of the Caucasus Mountains. Oh, you can also get that. It was also one of the 9-11 dishes there that they had at the Virginia <laughs> yes, Country yes, Club. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but he said he had a lot of these ideas. Um, I do like the idea of, of language affecting evolution. Absolutely, I think it's very interesting. of course. Um, but he went out with, uh, he got a, an approval from the Soviet Academy of Sciences to go out. Uh, and he said that he wants to go find these wild men. Right. And that's what he said. There's wild men out in the the, the hills, right Ooh. out in the deep in, in Siberia. Right. The hills and, have eyes. and there was a type of character they were looking for, which was the the Yeti over there that they called the Almasti, which is this type of wild man character. OK. Um, but they finally found the the this manuscript had went fucking missing for decades. Mm -hmm. And they finally found it. And they said what they found was very interesting. Now, one of the things that they came across was stories, things that they had found over these years. One was sto the stories of a shaggy-headed, fur-covered creature with long breasts <laughs> prowling <laughs> the Pamir Mountains, right? And oh, wild my. men in Kazakhstan. That long ago they walked on two legs like humans, but they had feet twice the size. They had oh. paddles. Right? These are people talking about the wild men of the past, right? right? And then they're also saying that they were they would go in the caves and that they would they would find them sitting. This is a very this sounded kind of very one of those details that I thought was very cute. They said that these they would find the favorite mounds of these creatures, <laughs> and they would sit Wait, in these mounds. Poopy? No, not poopies. Well, no, it was just dirt oh, mounds, like chairs for them. Yes, they would put together mounds. They would dig up mounds of dirt, and then they would sit in it. And the way they could tell is that they would go and they'd see these big butt imprints, <laughs> and that's, that's how they fun. knew that there was. It could be a bear, obviously, but that's how they no. said they knew that it was a fucking. Because they're like, oh, that's a monkey butt. <laughs> Oh, right there. Um, but they think that straight up that the 1917 Russian Revolution brought an end to the wild man. As in and, it was just murdered. And everyone got Massacred. murdered. And they, they, they ran to the hills. Because uh. it is, it, it, it's very interesting because they do. It has such a thick, like, past of, of belief in the Yeti. Because Yeti... Uh, really only came about, like, we started getting, uh, knowing and hearing about the Yeti once the route to Mount Everest were open and the Sherpa mm -hmm. started talking about it, which I thought was very interesting, is that they, uh, yeah. we did not know that any of that shit was real for a long time, and then it wasn't until we started going up there, because I guess they also used the Yeti as a way to be like, don't go up to that ridge. Why they, not? They, there's a wild man up there, Yeti, he'll go up there and he'll sniff well, your bottom. I think there's that's the tale of many cryptids, warnings for the young youth to not go neck in dangerous areas. Also, cute enough uh, for this little Yeti character, they say that it made a noise like 
But we know what the Eddie actually sounds like. Do we know that? Yes. I like that. All right, let's do Hero of the Week. This week's hero is an actual person. So, oh, wow. author Jamil Jan Kochai. Uh, they tried for years to reconnect with their second grade teacher. Now, this was a woman who um, taught this person how to read. So, isn't that exciting? <laughs> right. So, her name Honestly, was. Her name was not, it is not bad. It, Mrs. Lung was her name. And uh, she taught this guy how to read. And then he went on to write a bunch of books. And so, um, so there you go. And then they well, got a picture together. Wow, this is incredible. What yep. an incredible segment. What an incredible hero. Absolutely. So this is according to Jamil Jen Koshai. They say, let me tell you a story. This is Susan Lung. She taught me to read and write in a single year when I was seven years old. I've been, I've been looking for Susan, hoping to thank her in person for almost 20 years. That's very sweet. And then she surprised me at a reading last night. So there you go, Susan Well, she was Lung. reading in bed? That would be scary. If no. you're a reading teacher you hadn't seen for years and you're reading alone at night before you go to sleep and then your reading teacher appears at the foot of the bed being like, uh, can I get a thank you? Well, either way, he uh, really... Why don't you come over here and read my fucking asshole? Yeah, oh, I see you're asleep. It's, a, it's more of a nice story there. Wake up! You can see you can Wake see up, her can there. you read? You can see her there with the class. And she, Why she are all the kids... Well, because they just wanted to show the one kid who learned how to read. I will say it is nice. I, I do understand. Don't show your kids oh, on social media. Obviously, it's really sad. But it does not creep you out when they have to blank out their kids' faces. I think it's good to do. You have to but, do it. But Yes. But still, it makes it look like they're dead. Right? If they, when they blank out their faces, it looks like they all died in a horrific accident. Well, this was a picture taken 20 years ago. So like, we can assume at least adults one now. or two of them are probably dead. But it's so weird when they do, when they black them all out and something you say and you just like, it looks like X kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I would ever have a child, I'd make them real scary looking with all the filters and stuff. That would be cool. Have you always put little masks on them. Yeah. That would be cool. But fun masks, not the ca not the sad masks. You put something like, you know, some kind of Mysterio head on them. Like mm. a little gold, like a green goblin mask. So Susan Lung, your hero of the week for teaching this guy how to read. And then he wrote a bunch of books. Really good. Isn't that cool? Honestly, it is cool. That's that really nice? nice. Isn't that nice? Um, now it's time for some listener emails. We got a really good couple of updates. Uh, number one, we got it. Someone uh, actually said about a little bit of uh, insight on the Sandersons, right? The two guys that went on that killing spree. What we found mm. out is that one of the brothers uh, in up in uh, Canada that they uh, they stabbed. I believe it was eleven people in a spree it was of like murders. Nineteen and they killed ten. It was very scary. It was, it was very scary. Um, but they, we found a little bit is that. Damien Sanderson, because we know that one of the brothers was died from stab wounds that they believe was inflicted yeah. by the other. And the other one was then picked up two days later and then immediately died in heart attack or something. They said some kind of medical issue, died in custody. Again, yeah. don't know. They're not they're they're Canadian cops, so I think most of the Who time knows? they're out getting coffee. They I don't really think they are. have the time to kneel on a neck. Right? I know. And so here we go. Damien Sanderson was an explosively violent person. Henry mentioned meth possibly being involved, but Damien didn't need it. For what I'm, I've heard, because I, this is an anonymous, uh, someone put an anonymous, anonymous source that is right. close to the case, but we can't tell, name them, right? All right. Um, but for what no, I've heard. No, my name is anonymous. Yes. It was a horrible name my parents gave me. Uh, it's been very aggravating ever since. I'm I a get kid. a lot of tickets. Yes. Um, for no, uh, for what I heard is apparently Miles also did not meth to be aggressive. Um, a lot of our indigenous offenders struggle with alcohol and drug addiction stemming from traumatic childhoods. Some offenders can be perfectly polite and cooperative in court to the point where it's hard to believe that they are capable of the things described in their files. So not so with Damien Sanderson. Damien mm. emanated hatred like he was a ball of anger just waiting for a trigger to make him explode. Okay. Right? Which uh, it sounds like it. Right. And then Miles yeah. Sanderson had a long standing and well documented grievance with the Burns family at the James Smith Cree Nation. So the, the a lot of the people that were attacked were people right. that they knew personally. They do believe that they had known them. And it's very scary. It because is you scary. Get, a, a lot of times we remember, you know, who's going to kill you? 
Who? The person you know. It's very rarely what? a stranger. It's mostly your friends and family that murder you. So well, I you be can't... on lookout because I'm coming for you, Kissel. Well, I just, you just, I want you to feel attention. I don't really mean that. I, it's just entertainment. It's entertainment for the show. But Kissel, <laughs> I want you to know I will always keep you safe. But Thank it, you. Uh, but otherwise, so we they keep the tension of the show up, I will kill you. Absolutely. And I'm a willing participant in all forms of death. Um, when it comes to grievances. Yes. It's weird that people have them for so long because I forget. I, I actually it's... actively forget who I hate. I was trying to think the other day because, you know, I like to fall asleep but thinking about ha- murder. Yeah. But I was like five people I want to kill. And I know I hate more than five people. I know I do. But I, I can't remember. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm proud of you. That's really good because in a way, what all of the yeah. years of tincture did was help you become a more forgiving person. I don't I'm, remember. I'm yeah, more that's, forgetful. That's the best part. I don't know if I'm forgiving. Like, if I'm reminded I, again, I'd be like, no, I fucking hate you, but I just don't remember. I literally just had this happen where I showed yeah. up and we was like, me and a buddy we were both like, why were we mad at each other again? And it just went, we couldn't even, rem- couldn't even remember. And that's what's important to remember is that your grudges go away. And you really should call that buddy that you that you actually did like, unless they're toxic, you don't you didn't really like them. It can go either way. It can. You find out later on. Once you re-up, you find out if it's bad or not. I don't know. Um, also, I got a um, a nurse's POV from the dude jumping out of the plane. Oh, yeah. She said the key of this, that it, that it triggered her, because we didn't know why. Why would he jump out of a plane while it was landing? Because he was embarrassed? Is he fucked up? Is he having a panic attack? Bad fart. She's saying that the key phrase that she's hearing is when he said, I need some air. Yeah. She said, confusion. Uh, uh, this kind of that idea, this kind of counterintuitive thing that she's seen it many times where people have ripped oxygen lines out of their nose saying, I need some air. It right. is because they are having some form of respiratory attack. Is it on par? I suppose this is more for the person that wrote in so she can't respond. But it reminds me of when you have hyperthermia and you yes, take all your take clothes all your off. Clothes up. It's yes. like, that doesn't make sense. You start but you're just like, weird. I better do this. He, he was probably, he literally might, might have been having a fucking uh, heart attack he got, while he was landing the plane and then he committed oh, suicide. It was I mean, really to his sad. credit, he got uh, he got all the air. He did. He did get all very, of the Very, very scary. And also, one more correction. Um, birds don't have corkscrew penises. They all have cloacas and they just rub their holes together. There you go. Fantastic. Now, the duck does, though. Yes. Okay. Not, well, not all and then, so now I just want to do a quick trip through one of the biggest takeaways that I got from last week's series of emails. Okay. Was... How many people have experienced time slips? It's, I got a couple of DMs myself. It's really weird. I am going to, uh, I think I'm going to go to Liverpool when I oh, go, when we go to the UK. Just like John Lennon. Yes. I'm going to go to Liverpool so I can maybe try to experience it for myself. I'm going to see you what it is. You can't go like that, Henry. Why? Because you want it too much. Well, then I'll just you forget. Have, I'll just get hammered. Yes, get hammered. That's what I'll do. Is I go there, I'll get hammered, makes me a time Why travel. am I here again? And then you'll see like, like hey, pork pies, pork pies, what a pork pie. <laughs> yeah, It's the so. newest of all the pies. I hope like, so. Oh, shoot. But no, it's wild, right? Years ago, um, years ago, just a little, I got, I'm, I mean it, I'm 25 emails about yeah. time slips. Um, I wanted to share my story with you guys. When I was a teenager, I decided to ride my bike with one to one of my best friend's house, which is about a 14-mile one-way ride. Oh. Granted, I was a fat little shit, but once I made it and knocked on his door, I was only greeted by his six-year-old self. I found this odd as he was only a child. Once I asked if my friend was home, his eyes lit up with fear, and he shoved the door in my face. I gave him a call, and then he opened back up, and it was him. Oh, that's that fucking weird. weird, right? Yeah. This is another one. I didn't experience a time slip, but my mother's friend in England did. She was driving in the north of England on a vacation in the 1960s. Suddenly, a fog blanketed the area. When it lifted, my mom's friend saw a Roman legion crossing a few yards away from them, decked out fully in weapons, armor, and banners. Could be LARPers, but this Could is the 1960s. Be. I don't know. Could don't be know. a movie set. I don't know. I don't know. This lasted a few minutes before the fog came back, and then they were magically returned to the 1960s. And here's another one. While standing on the outside patio of my bar, my hearing went dull, and I heard a high-pitched hum like when your ears adjust themselves. I then saw a man and a woman walking arm in arm down the sidewalk slowly, dressed in 1920s clothing. They weren't talking, but both were smiling softly and looking straight ahead. Now, at first, I thought maybe they were going to a costume party, but as I watched them walk, the way they held themselves didn't look like any young person I've ever seen. Hmm. It also wasn't near Halloween, and their clothes didn't look costumey at all. When my hearing returned, I looked around to the people I was with and asked anyone else if they saw the couple. No one had seen them, even though they had passed 10 feet from where we were standing. Oh. This shit's really interesting. I got a lot of it. It's a lot of it's from Liverpool. It's just wild. 
will be like, in Europe so very soon. There's so many more soon. of these. I, again, keep them. I just find them very fascinating. Like, I wonder what that is. We just don't know, do we? I, I, I just, we just don't know. I just think I think it's interesting. It is interesting. And, and I got an uh, email from a physicist basically saying the same thing. The idea that time is not linear. But what does that mean? All right, everyone. Thank yep. you all so much for listening to silence. this episode. Sit, sit in, in the silence. silence. So we'll sit, sit in the silence for 45 minutes. We have to. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means we have to... Slip, 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 slip on to the future. All right? You got to love. Yeah. Knowing for a fact. This ain't time. This well, ain't time. All right? Okay. When your boss comes up to you and be like, be like, hey, uh, Gerald, uh, do you know what time it is today? You can laugh at them and be right. like, uh, is it 1964 or is it 2079? <laughs> I don't Whoa. fucking know. Am I a robot? Are you a robot? Fuck you, bro. Okay, might be Fuck unemployed. Hey, man, okay. whatever, dude. Who cares? Right? Because you then you can live knowing you're untethered. I agree. Untethered in time. Be what you want to be. Put a top hat on. Tell people you're from the 1920s. Be the time slip for somebody else. I agree with that. I think that. that's fun, too. Mm-hmm. Go out there, dress in full period costume, show up at somebody's birthday party and be like, my God, my God, look, and I see what's happened here. Are there aliens? Absolutely. Why? Why is that man covered in blood? You get the joke. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. We did it again. Nailed it. One more episode done. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.